The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. and personal with some of your favorite male porn stars on one-on-one with poppy chulo created by poppy chulo one-on-one showcases exclusive interviews with the adult industry's most popular male performers here's your host poppy chulo welcome to one-on-one with poppy chulo today is thursday june 4th 2015. Listeners, please welcome fan favorite gay adult star and international model, the winner of Best Bottom at Britain's Biggest Gay Porn Awards, the 2015 Prowler Porn Awards, Darius Ferdinand. Welcome to the show, Darius. Hi. Hi, everyone. How are you doing? I'm really good. Thank you. I'm feeling wonderful. And thank you so much for doing this interview. And uh, I hope the listeners will enjoy as much as I do. You're welcome, and thank you as well. I'm super excited to get the chance to interview you. Listeners, this is Darius's first ever radio interview, so I'm really thankful that uh, Poppy Chulo Radio and One on One with Poppy Chulo is the home for your first ever radio interview. <laughs> this is exciting. So uh, let's... Let's jump into the interview, and I typically like to get stats out the way, because for the most part, the listeners and the fans that are tuning in right now, they haven't had the chance to see you in person. They only have seen you in the various scenes that you've done. So let's get to know some of your physical stats. What's your height and weight? Sure. My height is 5'7". My weight is about 140 pounds at the moment. Um, what else? I've got a light brown hair, blue eyes, and um, an athletic body. What's your ethnic background? Originally, I'm from Budapest, Hungary. So uh, I'm 100% Hungarian, but actually I've got some other origins from Germany, Poland, and Slovakia. Very cool. What's your zodiac sign? Pisces. Awesome. Happy belated-ish birthday. It wasn't recently, but it was fairly, fairly close enough. Yeah, it was close enough. Thank you so much. Yeah, I had a good birthday. I'm a typical Pisces, actually. Oh, okay. Very interesting. And how old are you? I'm 27. Now let's get to know the man behind the performer. You mentioned that you're originally from Budapest, Hungary. Can you share with the listeners what Darius Ferdinand was like as a child, as a teenager, growing up in Europe? Sure. Um, I actually had a really good childhood. I mean, I don't really have like a sad story, you know, uh, because I was I was a gay feminine kid or anything like that. Uh, actually, I'm very lucky because uh, I had a great family. They were all support me in everything. Um, I had really cool friends. And, um, yeah, I was kind of a troubled kid because um, 
<laughs> Sometimes I would I would rather just uh, hang out with my friends and avoiding the school. But um, then then uh, actually I got I got uh, I got all my senses and get back to normal. So it's all good. It's all good. My travel travel food was uh, was pretty cool. Now just a second. What are you doing? Because I'm hearing a little bit of background noise. So, what was life like for you as you entered adulthood? I came out when I was eighteen. I had a boyfriend for four years. Um, he was my first, like, real serious uh, boyfriend, and the first relationship uh, we had, like, a very nice monogamous, a little bit stormy relationship. Uh, Besides that, everything was just fine. I mean, you know, all the teenagers struggling with. Uh, with uh, being at the beginning of the adulthood and mm -hmm. what to do. We're kind of lost because we don't know uh, where we're going to end up, what we're going to do. But uh, I think everything turned out just, just fine. When did you first realize your attraction to men? Hmm. Actually, I always kind of thought something is different because um, my parents got divorced when I was five. And uh, I haven't seen my dad much. Um, I kind of stuck with my mom and my two sisters, but uh, it's all good. I was I was the only boy in the family, and um, uh, probably they they're really just uh, you know try to try to save me from all the trouble. And but I'm really I'm really I'm really helpful for them. So the first time when I realized I'm attracted to men, uh, probably I was, I was about 12, but I wasn't quite sure what's happening, you know, to being gay in a place like Hungary, it's a pretty conservative country, quite homophobic, so it's difficult to be gay there, probably that's why all the gay people escaping from there, but um I really didn't really have like a hard time. As soon as I realized what's happening, I had people to talk uh, with and they helped me through this. So it was kind of easy for me, I guess. You know, there's so many people, it's not that easy. They still live behind, uh, behind the secrets and uh, it's just difficult for them to come out. For me, it wasn't that bad. Since you mentioned that Hungary is very conservative, uh, were you at so. all worried about coming out? Was that something that uh, was something that in the back of your mind was like, you know, is this the right decision for me? Well, the thing is, my family didn't really get it in in a, in a good way at the at the beginning, but then they realized, you know, it's not a choice; they can't really change me or doing anything, so they just had to accept it. And uh, when they did, you know, we were, it, it was a big relief for me and even for them, because I'm sure they kind of guessed what's, what's happening with me. They just didn't really want it to, um, to, to face the truth. It's great to hear that you had a positive experience. It's, it's nice that uh, your coming out experience was a positive one. Yeah, after a while. At the yeah. beginning, my mom was kind of, <laughs> she she tried to, she she almost gets, she, she gets quite crazy. So, 
you know, I didn't kick out. Uh, I didn't get kicked out or anything like that. But uh, it was difficult for for her at the beginning. I guess okay. it's it's hard for all parents. But then we we just sat down and told through uh, what's going to happen, and you know, it's that's just what it is. Yeah. So it's good to hear that it grew yeah. into a positive experience. Yeah. Absolutely. What was going on in your life prior to entering the gay adult industry? I was actually a professional actor. I used to play in stage, movies, commercials. Uh, I wanted to become an actor, like a, like a theater actor or a movie, movie actor. And uh, I'd pretty much done everything for that. But, um, you know, I just couldn't really live on my salary in Hungary. And... I've seen all my directors and teachers to have him not really like like a full or a whole life, a complete life. You know, they were all struggling with money and they were just not, not very happy people. And I wanted more. So I have decided to do something else, but I wasn't quite sure what, uh, what would be. Um, I always wanted to do something creative. I'm quite exhibitionist. I was I was comfortable with my body, so I've done some modeling work, and then I realized um, it's not a problem to get naked. Sometimes we had some naked roles, even on stage in in the theater where I was uh, I was playing. So then I was I was kind of thinking about uh, what would be that like to get into to the porn industry. So uh, yeah, when I realized hmm, maybe that could be that could be something exciting and interesting for me, challenging, then then I just gave it a chance. Very interesting. So how did you make that transition from working in a very mainstream industry, acting, into the adult industry? Well, I had some photographers. Uh, um, acquaintances and they're basically they were the ones who who got me all the context what I needed and when the porn directors got uh, co- contacted with me uh, I wasn't I wasn't really ready for that so I, I was always playing with the thought what it would be like but um I wasn't quite sure if if that's what I should do because uh, you know exactly because of the the same reason um, in a place like Hungary, they're a little bit, hmm, they're not very accept, uh, acceptant with, uh, with porn and being gay and stuff like that. So I was sure if I'm going to do this, then I'm probably going to do some somewhere else, not there. So when I got the right con- context from there, then um, at the beginning, I wasn't, I wasn't ready for that not mentally, not physically, then, uh, then, I, then I went through a lot of change. So when I got involved, uh, actually, it was all good. Let's talk about that first time on set. What was that experience like for you? What was going on in your head the first time you were on a porn set? The first time in set, when I got involved in porn, well... That was that was a very very funny experience because I was very nervous. You know, it was the first time uh, to have sex in front of not just you know. Normally, they're just one person, your partner, or I don't know, maybe more. 
but um you know to actually to have someone else there like a photographer or a director or a cameraman it was um it was interesting but um it was all right. I didn't. I didn't have any problem to get to get naked uh, in front of any uh, anybody else or to have sex. But um, to get connected with my partner at the first time, it wasn't that easy. You know, you have to you have to keep the connection with your partner, with the director, and also with the camera and through the camera with the audience. So, but I was very very excited, and I really wanted to do that. And uh, actually, I had a bad experience at the first time because uh, I uh, I came a little bit earlier than than I I was supposed to. So I had to produce a second uh, cam shot, like in five minutes. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting. Okay, so uh, in total, how long have you been in the gay adult industry? It's about four years now. Okay. Yeah, it seems a little longer. It was a long journey. It took a while when actually I had the I had the opportunity to travel uh, other places. You know, I started in uh, in London and mostly in the UK. Then I've been fortunate to travel to to the USA, to Canada, to France, Spain, and. Uh, basically all around the world to, to explore uh, what the porn industry uh, look like somewhere else because there, there are some pretty big differences uh, differences in uh, different places. Yeah, I believe it. That's understandable. So let's talk about your porn name, Darius Ferdinand. How did you come up with your porn name? <laughs> it's actually Polish, two Polish names. Um, I mentioned my Polish origins. My grandfather's name was Darius, and the other one was Ferdinand. And yeah, I kind of just uh, just mixed mixed it up and just put put the, their names together, and that's how I came up with my name. Okay, very cool, very simple, and uh, it turned out to be a really good name. <laughs> what do you enjoy most about starring in porn scenes? Hmm. The most enjoyable thing to start in porn scenes, you know, it's it's a great job. I think it's a, it's it's fantastic. You get the chance to meet with interesting people, very professional people in the industry, and I always enjoyed uh, all the attention what we get, not just from from the fans or the audience, but uh, you know, to be in, to be in, to be in part of a professional production team who's creating something uh, that could be interesting or exciting or enjoyable for, for someone who, who will uh, see it. And it also comes with a lot of travels. And um, I've been fortunate to meet with some very nice people. And I'm very, I'm very helpful, uh, thankful for that. Let's talk about the good and the bad about being on set. When you're on set, what turns you on the most and what turns you off the most? It's always good to have um, a little plan or, you know, being spontaneous, it's a good thing. But uh, I had some, 
some scenes when we were we we really didn't know what to do, how to do because they said, okay, just all natural, just get together and do whatever comes naturally, just go with the flow, which is it's fine, but um, it's always better, I think, if uh, if there's like uh, if if the scene is a, a little bit scripted, so you know what to do and how to do. Um, and I expect that from, from, from my partner as well, you know, to be in confidence and just know what to do exactly. Probably the biggest turn off if someone doesn't really know what to do or how to do. I don't like that. Okay, that makes sense. Let's break a porn scene down. In a scene, which do you enjoy the most, giving or receiving oral? That's a good question. I enjoy both. It's good to give and get the, the right reaction from, from your partner because if you can see your partner enjoy what you do, then obviously it's, it's a big turn on uh, for me as well. And to receiving, well, yeah, let's face it, we, we all like to receive things. <laughs> That's very true. In a scene, which do you enjoy the most, giving or receiving rimming? Probably receiving, yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of lazy with rimming. <laughs> receiving, it's, uh, yeah, I like it. I do enjoy most uh, uh, to receiving rimming. In a scene, which do you enjoy the most, topping, bottoming, or flip-flopping? I really do enjoy a good flip fucking scene because it's good to it's good to uh, to be diverse and to show uh, you're versatile. You you're able to do different things, and it just it just uh, I think it makes it more uh, exciting or surprising. It's good to have it all. In a scene, what's your favorite sexual position, and does that differ from your favorite position off-camera? My favorite position in scene and also in my personal life, I like to do classic things like uh, missionary, you know, it's always comfortable. You can see uh, the face of your partner, which is great. Um, one of my favorite, uh, one of my personal favorite is spooning. It's also comfortable, and uh, you can see your partner's face. But um, I like it because uh, it's a great position, and also doggy. Yeah, doggy is good too. <laughs> and of course, we all know how a scene ends with the cum shot, the pop shot. In a scene, where is your favorite place to shoot your load, and where is your favorite place to take a load? In a scene, I like to shoot on someone's chest or face or in his mouth. Darius likes to make a mess. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And where do you prefer the load to land on you? Pretty much everywhere. Okay. <laughs> Darius likes to make a mess and he likes to take a mess. Yes, I'm, I'm a partner uh, at this. 
overall throughout all of the fantastic work that you've done and the scenes that you've been in who has possessed the biggest dick that you've had to take on in a scene hmm. who had the biggest dick in a scene that's that's a good question i would say kaden gray yeah kaden gray had the biggest dick what i was taking in a scene uh, yeah, I think I shot him twice or 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 three times maybe, and uh, it was always good fun. He's a very professional model. Since we're talking about performers, overall, who have been some of your most favorite performers to work with? My most favorite partners to work with were, hmm, I had a few, Wagner Vittoria. He was definitely one of the most handsome and he's a very passionate lover. Um, Samuel Colt, I had a very good scene with him. It was, it was just perfect. We really, really enjoyed and get connected and it was just absolutely fabulous. Um, I had some others. Bruno Bernal. A beautiful power bottom, fantastic uh, body, handsome face, and a really nice, really nice ass. It was very, very good scene. Yeah, that's it. Okay, that's a good list. Certainly a lot of uh, great names for the listeners to head on out and check out uh, those productions that you were paired up with them. Who have you not worked with that you would like to work with in the future? Are there any performers out there that are on your must-do list? Yeah, there's still some uh, some models who I've never I've never worked with, and I love to. For example, Johnny Rapid. Uh, I would definitely uh, want to do a scene with Johnny Rapid. I think he's he's a great performer. And uh, he's very attractive, so that would be that would be a good fun. That would be a good pairing. I think so. Yeah. Who else? Um, I'm really bad with names. <laughs> Rocko Steel. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I want to see with Rocko Steel. You know, he is he's exactly the opposite, like Johnny uh, Rapid, but um, I like this kind of... Uh, I, I actually have two, two kind of guys who I like. Uh, one of them, it's, it's like my age, 20s, no hair, maybe a little twinky or younger. And the other one would be, would be that husky, big, mature, older kind of guy, like Rocket Steel. Producers out there, make it happen. <laughs> Speaking about scenes in general, do you watch your own scenes or the films that you've been in? Are you the type of person that doesn't mind watching the work that you've done? Or are you the type of person that tries to avoid watching his own productions? You know, I think I really should watch my own production because I could learn about it. Like uh, what angle or what face expression doesn't really look good. I would change that. But uh, that's the thing with it. I'm, I'm too too critical with myself so that's why i i never watch my own porn i get shy or self-conscious 
No, I, I can't. I can't watch my own porn. <laughs> my porn is for others, not for me. Speaking of porn in general, how old were you when you saw a porn film for the first time? I think I was 11 when I've seen my first porn. Uh, I've been watching it with my uh, best friend, actually. And uh, I had this feeling, ooh, we were actually doing something guilty. It's not right. But um, it was very exciting and it was just right. <laughs> Absolutely. And a porn star was born. <laughs> That's too funny. I think everyone has that feeling in the beginning of, oh, you know, ooh, you know, I feel guilty, I feel dirty, I feel naughty. Yeah, I think so. But we're like that. Exactly. And we love that Darius Ferdinand is naughty. <laughs> what has been one of the funniest things that has ever happened to you on set? The funniest thing that ever happened in set... Um, we've been trying to do some, some acrobatic positions, what we've never done before or have never seen, because we thought it could be could be interesting to see and uh, yeah we had these lifting up positions in a very very awkward um, um, position and uh, we just we just couldn't really hold it so once my partner actually dropped me and uh, yeah I was um, um, he dropped me and uh, I was landing on my back so oh, I wasn't no. really able, yeah I wasn't even able to, to stand up for a bit, but uh, then obviously we had to we had to carry on. You know, the, the show must go on. So uh, yeah, it was quite funny. The whole uh, there they they felt I, I actually I, I got injured or something like that, but uh, no, it was it was fine. So we were all just laughing laughing at this after. It was pretty funny. That's too funny. Well, I'm glad you were okay. I'm good. Now, from the funny to the embarrassing, although maybe that story can fit into embarrassing, has anything embarrassing happened to you on set? Not really, no. Not beside what I, what I mentioned, my, yeah. <laughs> uh, my premature education. Yeah, probably that was... Oh, the Yeah, that's understandable. <laughs> what has been one of the craziest things that you've done in a scene what's something or a production that you did that after they yelled cut you were like wow you know i can't believe i just did that yeah we had something like that um one of my partner was supposed to um doing a double penetration but then it turned out he was he wasn't able to do it so someone else had to do it and um I said, okay, I, I can do it. And I've never tried, actually, not even in my personal life, but I thought maybe maybe that could be uh, the moment or that could be the right time to try it. Why not? And, uh, yeah, that was, that was pretty, pretty unexpect, uh, unexpected. And, uh, I'm, but, I'm, but I'm happy I did it. And it actually turned out good, so... The whole team was happy someone did it, and yeah, we were all happy and satisfied with it.
Very cool. You're actually leading me right into the next question because that's something that I wanted to ask you about. Now, I'm sure a lot of the people that are tuning in right now that are fans of yours that are listening, they haven't had the chance to experience a double penetration in uh, their personal life. So can you share with the listeners what that experience was like? You know, how was that experience for you, especially since you're doing this for the first time on film? It was very interesting. I wouldn't, it's not something what I would do like all the time, but um, I'm very open-minded to try new things like this one. Um, I would definitely not try with uh, with uh, two, two guys who has like a huge penis or really, really thick because it just, it's just not going to happen. And yeah, obviously you have to, you have to stretch, I guess, before and just try one uh, at once, and then maybe maybe go for two. Uh, I had some really good fun uh, during during doing double penetration. I don't know, I don't know uh, if someone else has a different experience. I guess it just kind of practice. Can you share with the listeners who you were paired up with in that scene so that if they are curious to check it out so they can uh, search for it? Yes. That was Ryan Rose and Lance Luciano for Falcon Studios. It was a, a foursome. You've been featured on the cover of a few DVD productions. So I'm curious to ask, what was it like when you saw yourself on the cover for the first time? Because one of the things that I think is uh, very important that a lot of the listeners may not realize, typically when you're on the cover, it's because the studio feels that, uh, you know, by marketing the production with you on the cover, you know, that it would get a lot of buzz and it would get a lot of interest in uh, sales from fans and whatnot. So obviously being on the cover is uh, something that I think is pretty awesome. So you've been on the cover a couple times. What was it like for you and knowing that you would be on the cover of a couple of different productions? It was a really good feeling. You know, it's a, it's a great feedback that uh, uh, the production team and the company who I work for, they think, they think I'm good enough to, to being on the cover so they could sell it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's really good. It's, um, you know, they, they think, uh, they think they could solve the product with me. So that's fantastic. Now it's time for the big question, a question that a lot of your hardcore fans and supporters are probably dying to know. How much is Darius Ferdinand packing? How big is Darius below the waist? Mm, my penis is 8 inch. Now let's talk about the cum shot because uh, we discussed it earlier in the interview. Is there anything that you do to prepare for a scene as far as to make sure that you have a consistent pop? Are you the type of person that abstains from doing stuff? If you know that you have a scene coming up, are you the type of person that eats certain things to make sure that the load is a decent load for the camera? Yeah, I'm trying to drink uh, as much as protein I can. I can, and also, well, yeah, if you if uh, just do not masturbate or do do anything like that uh, before 
the shoot maybe maybe two days before so you can save your loads for for the big moment exactly the big moment that all the listeners are dying to see <laughs> i want to move away from uh you know the the lighter questions and delve into serious territory and talk about some of the serious issues in the industry and i want to first start off this set by asking about family because we talked about family at the start of the interview so i'm curious to know does your family know about your career in the gay adult industry and if so how do they feel about it yes my family does know about my career at the first time they were they were not very happy i mean honestly the biggest shock was when i came out and after when they realized i'm gay they 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 could have deal easily with other shocks like uh, being a porn star so at the very first time uh, my sisters uh, knew or find out uh, I'm working in the in the adult industry because my ex-boyfriend sent my videos to them wow, and wow. posted on my social media page so uh, yeah that's how they they find out but my mom she she's not on any social media stuff so she didn't know uh, I've been fortunate to tell her myself a year ago. It's been about a year ago when I told her because I wanted uh, I wanted her to know from me, and it was a huge relief. I thought she's not gonna talk to me anymore. I thought she's um, she's gonna go mad or something like that. And actually, she was very cool. She said she's happy for me if um, if I'm doing well and you know as long as I'm happy uh, to do the work what I do she's happy too and she's 100% supporting me that's wonderful that's to hear wonderful. that's yeah. really nice to hear I'm glad that uh, your family has been supportive through your journey yeah they're really things like you know I, I don't leave uh, with them anymore so they're just really happy uh, to see me those rare times and to realize um, I'm doing well I do what I do and they're they're happy for me what is your opinion on the popularity of bareback porn in the gay adult industry personally I do enjoy to watch bareback porn but um, I don't think I'm, I'm ready for that to actually do it. I've never done bareback porn so far. Um, I don't know if I ever will. Maybe. I, I can't say no. I already had some offers from studios. Um, yeah, I'm, I, don't, I don't think I'm ready for that. I, I don't really do bareback. Not even in my, in my, in my private life. So it's just something what I'm trying to avoid. I mean, since when there's PEP and PrEP, there's many people think like, oh, okay, well, let's do it because now we can, we can do it because we're safe. Um, I disagree. I mean, you know, there's, there's obviously a lower chance to get HIV, but, but there's still other STDs, uh, you know, you can easily catch if you don't use protection. So I'm always trying to 
use protection and to, to, to tell everyone to do the same. And it's quite shocking when, uh, when, for example, porn companies, they don't require for tests anymore. I don't think it's a good thing. That was a really good answer, Darius. I really appreciate your honesty with that answer. I really enjoyed that answer. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. In your opinion, is there any competition among performers in the gay adult industry? Well, I think there's there's a, a natural and you know just a friendly rivalry uh, between the poor models, but it's not it's not really like you know like we're push each other down the stairs to get a role. Because there's no castings in porn. The directors, they, they already have an idea uh, who they want to cast and who they want to work with. So, but yeah, I guess there's, there is something, uh, a kind of competition for attention maybe. I don't know. I'm sure there are, there are models who's like dying for attention and uh, and fans, gifts, gifts, and, uh, you know, just always being there and being the one who they're talk about. I don't know, it's never really been important to me. It's good to know people like you or, or appreciate what you do, mm-hmm. but I don't think, I don't think that's the most uh, important thing to being popular and always being on the top. But yeah, of course, we all try to do the best. I mean, I consider my my job as a real profession, so I'm trying to be the best or to make the best of it. What's your opinion on gay for pay performers in the industry, in the gay adult industry? Well, I I've been working with uh, with quite a few straight models and I don't mind. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, uh, it's porn and it doesn't matter uh, if you're straight or gay. I personally probably prefer to work with gay guys because uh, maybe there's less pretending and less acting. I mean, it's good to have a real chemistry and real connection. But just because your partner is straight, it doesn't mean you can't have that. I mean, I had quite a few uh, straight partners like Derek Atlas, who I had a really, really good scene with. And he has done everything just uh, just like a gay, gay guy. And uh, as long as I know he's straight, but, um, you know, he's been doing everything uh, well and... <laughs> In the right way, because sometimes you, you you get paired with uh, straight models and they don't know how to um, doing like oral sex or something like that because they they didn't have that much uh, experience. But I don't mind to work with uh, straight guys. Is there a misconception or myth about porn performers that you would like to dispel? Yeah, there is something like that. I thought it's really, you know, it's like like a factory. They're just uh, trying to make more and more porn. And obviously, it's all about the money. I mean, not the money what we received, but the money what the porn companies are making. Um, I was happy to realize it's not like that. 
I mean, there are several companies who I really like to work with because they're like a family and um, they're really trying to make sure uh, everything is just fine and everything what we want or what we need, we can have it because uh, I had some bad experience with uh, companies where, you know, a little bit inhuman, they didn't really uh, care about much the models or health and safety or anything like that. They really, the only thing what they cared about to get the results what they wanted and that's it. And uh, that's what I heard from the whole porn industry before I get involved. And uh, I'm happy to see it's not, it's not all like that. There are some, some exceptions. Let's move away from the serious questions and let's talk about romance. How difficult is it to maintain a romantic relationship while working in the adult industry? That's a good question. I always thought, thought it's pretty difficult to have a relationship because we mostly want a monogamous relationship with someone. And obviously, if you do what I do, then you, you can't really have it. And um, when I had a boyfriend before, for a short time, he said, it's fine, you know, because you were already a porn star when I met you, so I don't care, I don't mind. But unfortunately, every time when I, when I went to work, he got jealous and it just really uh, screwed our relationship. So I find it difficult, but, uh, but I know a lot of porn couples like... Uh, who um, were both of them working in the industry and they're, they're just, you know, they're, they're just doing well. Do you think it's easier to date within the industry or do you think it's better to date someone that's not involved in the industry? I've been never uh, dating anyone from the industry, so... I can't say that's easier because I don't have this experience, but I think it could be. Probably it is because you both know uh, it comes. So you both know what did you sign up for. Sometimes people who don't work in this industry, they just don't get it. It's it's work. I don't I don't really keep in touch with the other porn stars. I had I had a few friends uh, who we. We still keep in touch, but not much. It's not like uh, I'm having a scene with my partner and then I'm madly in love or, or anything like that. I'm trying to keep separated uh, work from, from my private personal life. That's completely understandable. Let's talk about your career. I mean, it certainly skyrocketed, I would say. I mean, you started off, and uh, I would say each year that you've been in the industry, you keep on getting more and more work, and you're doing all of these incredible scenes for some of the top websites and some of the top companies in the gay adult industry. Are you surprised at all by how successful your career has been thus far? Well, it's been a lot of work. But yes, yes, I'm su I'm surprised. I I've never really uh, expected anything like that. When I started, I thought it's just gonna be a one thing, or maybe I'm just doing a few 
a few scenes, but nothing, nothing really like that. I, I've never had the idea. I'm gonna do this for for years now. It surprised me, but I'm very happy. Absolutely. So let's talk about your porn win. You won at the 2015 Prowler Porn Awards. And for the listeners that don't know what that is, you know, for the stateside listeners, that's Britain's biggest gay porn awards. You were awarded Best Bottom earlier this year. What was that experience like for you? Did you think you were going to win? What was it like uh, hearing yourself as the winner of this award? I wasn't quite sure what's going to happen, but uh, yeah, of course, I was very, very happy to win this award because, again, it's um, it's good feedback. People like what I do, and uh, it's it was it was really good. You know, it was in a place where all my all my uh, uh, previous colleagues were there, all the industry and all the fans. We were all celebrating together, so it was a, it was a very wonderful experience and um, I was happy to receive that award that's good to hear I like that congratulations once again thank you you're welcome You started off your career across the pond in Europe doing fantastic work for the European companies were you uh, Surprised or very excited once you started getting work here in the U.S.? Were you surprised that the U.S. showed, uh, the U.S. companies, I should say, showed interest in featuring you in their productions? I think the U.S. companies, they're always trying to find uh, the fresh faces. When I started to work for them, I wasn't I wasn't really a fresh face anymore, but... Um, that was pretty much uh, the first time when I've done anything overseas uh, for them. So for them, I was I was I was like a newcomer. So I guess uh, that's why they've been interested to work with me. And as soon as they realize, oh, okay, well, <laughs> here I am. And uh, yeah, it's um, it's really good uh, to realize they want more and more to see from me. So. It's fantastic. I, I would I would rather uh, stay in the U.S. and uh, work for them and doing more and more porns than uh, anywhere else. Now, besides your work in uh, the adult industry, you also do modeling. How did you get involved with modeling? Is this something that continued on uh, from uh, what you were doing prior to uh, your entrance in the adult industry? Or is this something new that uh, started happening as opportunities opened up for you after entering the porn industry? My modeling experience is mostly photography. I mean, obviously, I don't have the height for like catwalk modeling. But um, you know, modeling—it was always kind of coming with uh, with the acting thing. You can't really separate those two things. So uh, uh, it was always together for me. And um, yeah, I like to do photography. I like to have a, a great concept or, or good ideas, or to to see it in in magazines or uh, any kind of publishing. Or just having like an advertisement. Uh, it's it's a very interesting world, which is which is pretty much you know it's all it's all together, acting, modeling, porn. It doesn't really matter because it's at the end of the day it's it's kind of similar. It's it's all the same. 
There are some performers that do both. You know, they try to do mainstream work as well as adult work. You mentioned earlier, and you just did, about the acting that you did prior to entering the business. Is that something that you would like to venture into again at some point, doing mainstream acting? I'm not quite sure if I wanna if I wanna get back to this uh, that life. You know, I really really like that, and I wanted to achieve. Um, I had like high expectations with that, but um, the thing is, it's a very competitive thing, and it's just very, very very difficult. I think it would be great to get back to my acting career and doing something mainstream. I'm not quite sure how could my porn past. You know, it it could affect my acting career, of course. But um, you know, you never know. There are there are some exceptions. There have been porn stars before, and now they're main, mainstream actors. But there's only a few. And you know, acting it's it's always it's it's always will be a hustle. It's a lot of work. Um, my English is still not fluent enough. I still have an accent, so it's it's probably going to be difficult for me. But um, I would definitely give it a try. In the scenes that you've done, you've I would say you've predominantly bottomed, but you have topped as well in the productions. What percentage would you say that you've been bottom and top in the scenes that you've done? Yeah, I was I was mostly doing. Uh, well, it depends. In the UK, I was mostly bottom, but in the US, I've done quite a few top scenes, which is great because I really uh, trying to show show all my size or all my skills what I have. So it's good to it's good to it's good to go on this path and try different things. Not just you know uh, sticking to to one thing. It's it's kind of boring. I like to try new things. In your personal life, would you say that you top more, that you bottom more, or are you uh, purely verse versatile? It really depends on the situations and the circumstances, and my partner. I like to do both. It depends if someone has like a, a huge beautiful. Uh, dig then yeah obviously it, 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 it's it's good to uh, have some bottoming experience but if someone has like a beautiful um, bottom then of course you'd like to you'd like to try how often do you work out and uh, in particular when you know that you have a scene coming up do you consistently have to watch what you eat to make sure that you look good for the camera I work out four or five times a week and yes if i if i know there's an upcoming shoot then i'm trying to uh eating less junk foods or uh doing maybe a little bit harder workout because uh yeah i think we we always had to look good to shave or not to shave that is the question and yes i'm talking about down there and just in general manscaping <laughs> right. Um, it also depends. Um, I normally shave my balls and maybe a little, a little bit on the side, and probably trim it as well because you know it just it just uh, 
it looks good, you know, to have a, a clean cut, uh, organized look. But some people like it natural. It, it also could could, could be look, could be uh, a good thing. In your opinion, what part of your body is the sexiest, and why? Great question. The sexiest body, uh, the sexiest feature on my body. Correct. Maybe my chest. And Probably my chest is the sexiest. I, I don't know. <laughs> I think I think maybe maybe it's you know it's it's kind of the question um, the others could could give the right answers. What about the opposite of that question? In your opinion, what part of your body do you like the least, and why? My legs. I think I should work a little bit more on my legs. They're kind of skinny, so <laughs> I guess I I had to do some more uh, legs workout next time. In your personal life, do you get into any kinds of fetishes? Yeah, sure. Um, in my personal life, my, my sex life is pretty vanilla. But um, time to time, yeah, sometimes uh, I like to I like to get involved, you know, something something new, something what I've never tried, different fetishes. Like a, you know, slight S&M or something like that. Let's go back in time, and I'm curious to ask how and when did you lose your virginity? I was 14, and I had a girlfriend, and we were together for six months, exactly when we had decided, okay, this is, this is the time, let's do it. And actually, it was a really good experience, I mean, at least for me. Uh, <laughs> And uh, yeah, it was it was absolutely fine. I had a girlfriend before, and um, it was good. Uh, I always felt something is missing, but uh, we still had a good time. And then I was sixteen when I realized, okay, well, probably this is over, and uh, I haven't slept with a woman since when. And what about your first time with a man? What was that experience like for you? I was 18 with my boyfriend. Yeah, I was really not that type who's like, you know, losing virginity in a in a house party when I was drunk or something like that. I always had uh, like a uh, a relationship when I was when I was a teenager and uh, those dates were kind of important, you know, like a red day in my calendar. It was a big deal to to lose your virginity. Uh yeah, with my boyfriend. I was 18. And it was also fantastic. Uh, it was both uh, was good for me, and uh, I think there there was you know I was always very very sexual. I, I guess uh, that's why I do what I do because uh, both of my first experience with my girlfriend and my boyfriend was uh, good enough to to want more and more and just get more uh, 
sexual and trying to explore uh, more and they enjoy each other's body because I think it's a beautiful uh, thing to do. I mean, to having sex, to giving and receiving. Uh, I think it's kind of kind of an art. That's how I feel. Tell me something quirky about yourself that most people don't know. Something unique about Darius Ferdinand that might surprise some of your fans and the listeners. Something unique that my my fans don't know. I don't like mushrooms. That's interesting. Like- <laughs> I'm very I'm very moody in the morning. I'm a herbal morning person. Um, I don't like to wake up early, but when I wake up early or just generally when I wake up, uh, I'm I'm very uh, moody in the morning. So it's better to not talk to me when, uh, (laughs) like, like before 10. Describe yourself in 10 words or less. 10 words or less to describe myself. Hmm. Adventurous, creative. I like to challenge myself. I like to do new things. Open-minded, easygoing, patient. Um, I'd like to entertain. Um, enjoying the life and everything what we've given. That's it. As we start wrapping the interview up, I have this list of pop culture-oriented questions that are designed to allow the listeners and your fans tuning in right now to get to know some of your favorites. So the first one in this set is, what are five of your most favorite television shows? Five my favorite television shows. I love American Dead. I love um, RuPaul's Drag Race, American Horror Story, Unbreakable, and um, Spartacus. Who are four of your all-time favorite music artists? All-time favorite music artists. Placebo. Madonna. Luciana. Aerosmith. What are three of your most favorite films? Cruel Intentions. Very good choice. (laughs) Ours. And Practical Magic. Very nice. What are two foods you can't live without? Sushi. And traditional Hungarian foods. And what is one of your guilty pleasures? (laughs) 
my first time guilty pleasure at the moment is sangria because I now I live in Barcelona, Spain and uh, right now I'm enjoying my uh, glass of sangria with uh, fresh cut fruits very nice can you fill the listeners in on what's next for Darius Ferdinand? It's the summer, so what can the listeners expect from you in the coming weeks? Well, the Pride period is just going to start, so uh, it's definitely one of... It's, it's, the, it's my favorite part of the year because I'm probably going to Madrid Pride, Ibiza Pride... Citrus Pride and of course the Circuit Festival is coming here in Barcelona. So uh, all my friends is here and we're going to have so much fun, a lot of parties. We're all going to be there and of course there's uh, there's some upcoming photo shoots and videos. Uh, so yeah, watch out because there's some very cool stuff coming. Very nice. So Darius Ferdinand is going to be shaking his ass. <laughs> yes. Probably. <laughs> there you go. How can your fans reach you? Where can they find you on the web, social networking, all of the goodies? Yeah, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Tumblr, Facebook, and also there's my uh, my email. So you guys can always email me if you have any questions or just want to chat or something. Very cool. All of them are just simply Darius Ferdinand. Yes, just simply Darius Ferdinand. It's easy to find. Perfect. Well, Darius, this does bring us to the end of our interview. Is there anything that you would like to say to your fans and supporters that are tuning in right now? Yeah, I just wanted to say thank you for all of you uh, to listen to us. And it's really good to know you guys are there and uh, still want to see more because there is more which is coming. So uh, it's awesome. Thank you so much for, for all your support and love and everything in the last four years. It's been a great time. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going anywhere. So it's going to be fun. Fantastic. Well, Darius, I certainly want to thank you so much for the interview. Thank you for allowing us here on Poppy Chulo Radio and one-on-one with Poppy Chulo for being your first ever internet radio interview. I thank you. Thank you so much. That's uh, a really good uh, opportunity. Thanks. Thanks for that. You're welcome. And certainly the door is open for more. Whenever you want to come back and update the listeners on what you've been up to, the door is open for more interviews here on the station. I'd love to come back. Fantastic. Listeners, I also want to thank you for tuning into One-on-One with Poppy Chulo. Tune in for brand new episodes of One-on-One with Poppy Chulo every Wednesday and Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. You can download this episode and many more by visiting poppychuloradio.com forward slash archives. Registered users will gain access to the Poppy Chulo Radio archives of previously aired broadcasts. And with that, Darius Ferdinand and I would like to wish you and yours a wonderful night. Good night, listeners. Good night. Let's go. Thanks for listening to One on One with Poppy Chulo. To contact us with any of your questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns, email us at contact at poppychuloradio.com. 
or leave us a voicemail at 305-515-8620. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash radio. And like us on Facebook by visiting facebook.com slash radio. Be sure to listen again next week as we continue to showcase exclusive interviews with some of the adult industry's most popular male performers. This is Ben Patrick Johnson saying good night and have a wonderful week. <laughs>